You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This, 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 this is Views from Midstream. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another rousing edition of the Views from Ministry podcast, the Monday edition, which, of course, is the day that we take a look back at the weekend that was in Carolina Panther football. My name is Rob Brown, the host of the Rob Brown Show from 9 to noon on the Fan Upstate in Greenville, South Carolina, the home of your Carolina Panther talk in the Upstate and, of course, right in the heart of of Panther Country, and of course, uh, joining me as always, my co-host, my partner in crime, the great one, Lonzo Reitzel. And you know, Zoe, I said the uh, the last thing on well, the first, the last, and the middle thing that I said on Friday was, do not let the results of this game dictate your optimism, positive or negative, about the direction that this franchise is heading in. Uh, There were some really good things that came out of this game on Sunday afternoon against Lamar and his Ravens. And then there were some not so good things that come out of this game against Lamar and his Ravens. Um, I think the performance was kind of what I thought it would be. It was okay. Offensively could not finish drives. Welcome to Carolina football. Uh, Defensively. I thought that we really prevented Lamar Jackson from ever finding any comfort level against us, which is something that a lot of the, uh, of other teams have failed to do. Uh, I, I think this game showed exactly what I thought it would be, which is that Carolina is a team that is very close, but not quite ready to compete with the big dogs in the league yet. All right. So I, uh, Disagree with you to a certain degree. Three quarters of football were excellent. I mean, going into the fourth quarter, if I recall, it was only six to three. What a, you know, normal defensive struggles or defensive games are boring. I didn't find this game boring at all because you knew it was going to be one thing that would break it open for one team or the other. And I think it could have went either way. I thought Carolina's defense played excellent. I do have some advice for Shai Smith. Stop skipping the gym, go in there, start doing some work on work on your arms, work on work on your core, work on you know the things you need to secure that ball. And this is a totally different game because shy not being in the weight room is the reason why Carolina lost this game. I mean, I know they got one. I know they got a really good facility. You know, you can sneak out the back. I used to do the same thing. That's why my arms are flabby. You need to get in there. You need to you need to do some toning. You need to do some strength. You need to get that stuff in there. And maybe, you know, you need to do the old college drill, the old high school drill, the old peewee football drill, and have to carry that ball everywhere you go 
And if someone knocks it out, then you got to go do some laps. They are, uh, they're not just beach muscles, shy. Five points of contact, buddy. Like, hang on to the rock. No, I uh, look, we got to the end of the third quarter in this game, and the score was 3 3, right? Like, my take on Friday was if you win this game, we celebrate it for a very long time. If you get blown out in this game, so what? Who cares? Like, that was the expectation. And if you play a really close game, you walk out of there with a couple of lessons learned, right? Like, here are the things that worked. Here's what kept it close. Here are the things that went uh, sideways at the end that made it a closer game than we would have liked. Uh, In retrospect, a 3-3 game at the end of the third quarter was about as good as you could have asked for, right? I mean, I, I think that as far as the offense went, Baker Mayfield, 21 of 33, a buck 96, no touchdowns, two INTs, one of them in NHA, the old not his fault, right? Like uh, uh, an INT that shouldn't have been. One of them was. Uh, but I, I, I think that, though, most importantly, we look at the fact that we threw the ball 33 times. We ran the ball 17 times. Those 17 runs turned into 36 yards of offense. Uh, this was what I was talking about when I said our identity is our identity. Don't get away from it. I understand you had Baker back. I understand you were kind of tempted to let him turn it off, like to just let him go. But 33 passing attempts compared to 17 rushing attempts in a game that was tied 3-3 at the end of the third quarter, those numbers concern me a little bit. Yeah, but but you're a running team and you can't run the ball. They could not run the ball. They had to do something, and that was that was a concern of mine on Friday. What do you do with this defensive front for Baltimore that's really good who stuffed the run? And that's exactly what they did. So Baker had no choice but to throw the ball. Um, with some success, he was able to move the ball down the field some. Uh, one of those interceptions, Shy's fault. Again, um, I, I don't know what else they could have done differently. Would you rather them run the ball another 15 times and get it stuffed? I, I mean, when what you're doing is not working, you got to do try something else. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I uh, I get the concept. I get the premise. But yes, yes, I would have right. Like I, I, I would have run the ball. So, like so, this. so you're okay with three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out because you tried to run the ball. You got one yard. You tried to run the ball. You got a half a yard. Tried to run the ball. You got tackled in the backfield. I, I mean, after a while, they know you're not going to throw the ball, so they just bring everybody up. I mean, I, but I, I guess that's what I've gone for, except for that didn't happen, right? Like, I never felt like, even late in that game, I never felt like it got to a point where 
the run wasn't successful because they were putting seven or eight or nine in the box and daring us to throw it. I felt like they were running a base defense and it worked. And again, as I said on Friday, this is going to go down as one of, if the, if not the best rushing defense in the National Football League, I knew it was going to be a grind. I knew it was going to be a tough sled for a rushing attack into the teeth of this Baltimore defense. But it wasn't like they were doing anything other than their base defense predominantly. They were just kind of giving us looks and we kept running into it. Uh, I, I, I get it, right? Like something's not working. Why would you keep doing it? But the answer is because it like the passing offense wasn't working either, right? Like if they were stuffing the run because they were putting eight or nine into the box in order to stuff the run and it opened the pass game, that would be one thing, but it wasn't like the pass game suddenly opened up, right? Like it wasn't like all of a sudden we were killing it. We were less than 50% through the air. Keep in mind. And and they, they described this on the, on the TV broadcast that they put up video boards and they put up signs. And because they did that, the winds swirl a weird way inside because Baltimore didn't have a lot of success throwing the ball either. Uh, throwing the ball period was difficult because of the wind uh, and, and those natural elements and everything. I just, so, so what do you blame this on? Is this play calling or do you blame Baker? I, uh, I actually got into it with a fan slash buddy ish of mine uh, who is a big Panthers guy. And he went very heavy onto the deep end of, you know, at least the, at least the offense looked okay when PJ was in there. And I'm like, well, like, wh- like what game specifically, right? You go back to the Tampa game and PJ had an okay game in the Tampa game. But outside of that, we did not win or lose the first Atlanta game because of PJ. We did not win or lose the second Atlanta game because of PJ. He got benched for going three of 10 in the Cincinnati game, there was no game that I placed the 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 W squarely at the feet of PJ Walker doing PJ Walker things. We won and lost those games because Deontay Foreman got hot, right? You go back to the first Atlanta game. That's a hundred plus yard game. You go to the Tampa game. I, I think he had like 80 yards in that one. All the games that we looked good in, with the with the exception of Cincinnati. It all kind of it all kind of focused on Deontay Foreman. It all kind of circled back around to Deontay Foreman in the run game. Uh, listen, I, I'm not saying that had you run it 25 more times or really 25 times in total, you'd have had a much better day. But running it 17 times and throwing it 33, though, just seems like a ratio that is kind of counterintuitive based on the offense that we have been so far this year. Except for I am guessing that if you look at when the passes were thrown, they were probably – I mean, how many of those passes were thrown in the fourth quarter? When uh, Shai gets the ball stripped and Baltimore scores a touchdown, suddenly they're up by 10. Then you can't be uh, concentrating on running the game because you're in the fourth quarter and you only have so much time to try to get those points back. I'm just, I'm just, and and was Baker pressing? Yeah, because he had to. He's down by ten points, and he's trying to get them back in the game, a winnable game, and it just, it just didn't happen that way. I do, when the running game's not working and you're down by ten, you got to throw the ball. 
I get that, and you're not wrong, but we ran 50 plays, 33 of them uh, were passes, right? Like, that's, to me, and I could be, like, maybe I'm not looking at it the right way here, and and I would need to go back, and I probably should have done, like, a quarter-by-quarter breakdown of run versus pass as opposed to just the overall numbers. You don't get to passing the ball 66% of the time just because of the fourth quarter, right? Like that's a that's a game-long set of plays. We threw the ball on 66% of the possessions that we had or the snaps that we had within our possession. You don't get to a 66% breakdown, though, just because you're down in a hole, honestly, late in the fourth quarter, right? Because we, we took a 3-3 tie into the fourth quarter, it took them a while to score what would ultimately become the go-ahead touchdown in that. Uh, you, you, you don't you don't throw 66% of the time because you're trailing in the last half of the last quarter. That is a conscious decision from start to finish of the game.